like, how long is this intro gonna go? I'm just I gonna just let had it ride. Playing for us. <laughs> it's see. a great song. I'm like, okay, I'm sure the copyright's gonna pick up this soon. No, there's only like 10 seconds in the intro, but I had it playing the whole song. TLC, you can't go wrong. It's they're a great band and it's an awesome song. And we picked this song because if any song embodies August, that would be it. Yes, I think it has a August vibe quality. A hundred percent. I'm pretty sure she lives her life by that song. Like, I don't take no shit, no From man. anybody, yeah. I, nobody's good enough for her. <laughs> you don't even have to be in the passenger side. You could be driving and she's still like, eh. And why do we even bring this up? Because her birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. She's turning eight tomorrow. I'm super excited. Lucky number eight. Right? Oh my goodness. If anyone's curious, I am making her a cat food cake, which really just means I'm taking a bunch of pad thai or pad pad thai. <laughs> pad thai. A little spicy pad thai, a little peanuts on top and feeding it to her. She's going to love that. Yeah, she's going to love it. Or she could have this option B, which is pureed cat food, which I'm going to put together in the form of a cake shape. And can you guys guess what August's uh, number one thing that she always wants for her birthday is? I'll give you a second to think food? about it. Pardon? More food? I mean, you're, it's a very good guess. She does really like food. Outside time? But she, yeah, she does really like outside time. But I only give this to her once a year and only on her birthday. And she loves it every time. Respect? <laughs> no. What is it? Fire. Ah. And I know you guys are probably like, wait, what? It's like lighting <laughs> a candle a for yeah. her birthday and oh. then watching her whiskers singe. Yeah, pretty much. She gets hypnotized. She's so into it. She's like, whoa. You know her little pyromaniac mind is like, this awakens something within me. I told a friend from work that we dress up every time it's August's birthday. We have a party. Yep. Are we having, do we have to dress up tomorrow? Uh, yeah. All this right. is her birthday. Just because she's turning eight doesn't mean we stop. That's rude. Well, I didn't have to dress up for <laughs> my birthdays when I was younger. Yeah, I dressed up in my sweatpants for my birthday, but this isn't our birthdays. This is August's birthday. And she is a queen. She gets no scrubs in her life, okay? <laughs> she deserves the best. She's our baby, so we have to go all out for her, you know? As our only child, we have to do everything we can for August. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Who knew that our baby is a cat for a baby? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are child-free, which I think is a great expression. I read that a lot online. People correcting one another because that's all we do nowadays in 2023 is correct one another. But yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, childless. And they're like, no, no, it's child-free. And I kind of like it. <laughs> so how do you feel about not having kids at this age in your life? I feel really good about it. I feel great not having kids. And the more I've thought about it over the years, the happier I am with this decision. At one point in your life, you wanted kids. Yeah, it's true. So how did you get from there to here? And what if? Okay. Well, okay. When I was younger, shorter than I am now, <laughs> it was shocking. I never thought about having kids. I never envisioned myself being a mom that was never something that really happened then as i got older i mean everyone else was having kids and i thought oh i feel like i want to have kids um i don't think i ever really fully thought about it or what that fully means to have kids 
I just, oh yeah, I guess it was the whole like the biological time clock. It was just, woo, I feel my ovaries are exploding. I want babies. Like, do you feel like women have a biological clock that eventually like counts down and it's like tick tock tick? Well, yeah, medically we do for sure. Tick tock tick tock, and then your third is like. Well, like, okay, I didn't have something in my body that was like, hey, if you don't do this now, you're never going to do it. It wasn't like that. I just felt that, ooh, like, whoa, that sounds exciting. Having a thought of having a child. Biologically, my body got excited at the idea. But again, I wasn't really thinking about it. It was literally just kind of like getting like a new puppy or a new TV. It was just something new. I was like, ooh, that sounds cool. So when we met... Did you have in your mind that eventually you would have kids? You you found the right person, you would have kids and raise a family? Well, when you and I started dating very early into our relationship, what was it, five days after meeting each other in person, you asked me and you said, what is more important to you, having kids or being married? And at the time I wanted to have kids. And I said, I would rather have kids because I don't need to be married to have kids. But if I'm married, then you know, then I'm not getting kids, which is hilarious because now we don't have kids and I'm happily married. <laughs> well, it's also funny because when I asked that question, I'd be like, in my head, it's like, no and no. <laughs> you, so, were like, you were like, no kids, You could have no a marriage. choice. There's one right answer. That's you saying no to both. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, so I'm going to let you down slowly. <laughs> it was a slow grind. One, one problem at a time. That's funny. As time went on, I started to change my mind and be like, you know what? I do not want kids. I'm on board for marriage. That sounds like fun. Didn't need it uh, just because I was happy with you and I don't have to be married to you to live with you forever. But I definitely, yeah, I was leaning away from having children. And as again, as the years continue to move on, I've been moving more and more away from wanting to be a mom. It's also a growing trend in our culture is that more and more people are having less and less kids. You know, I think that has something to do with technology and and just so much that people can self-indulge in. A lot of times kids are born out of boredom. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of times I hear about people having kids because they're bored, because they feel like that's just the next step, whether they're ready for it or not. A lot of it is an accident and then they just go with it. Uh, A lot of people are pressured into it by family. You're missing a very important one. Which one? Save a relationship, baby. (laughs) Um, Sorry. We have a sponsor. Uh, it's a very hot service no, wait. right now. You're supposed to get save a relationship pet before getting the save a relationship baby. Oh, <laughs> so some true. people are skipping a step. Sorry. Oh it's... no. <laughs> We're IDing here. This is product innovation. We get help with uh, save a relationship babies. Oh no. Okay, so when you and I started dating, that's when people around me that I knew started getting pregnant. A lot of people, a lot of my friends were getting pregnant and I started to learn a lot more intimately what it was like, one, to be pregnant and two, for people to be going through the whole newborn stage pregnancy stage and giving birth and then having toddlers and the more I got to experience that even though it was secondhand the more I was like oh my god no (laughs) just hard no yeah I also think that seeing all that and thinking about 
us having kids and you trying to be a mom, I feel like there would be a lot of moments where it would create tension in our relationship. Oh, 100%. 100%. I have thought about, you know, actually when we first started dating, I was very stressed out for a very long time. And I would say for two years, maybe even three of our relationship, because I used to think about us having kids and I was just like, this is not gonna work. Like this is just not something either one of us will enjoy doing. Just, that was a big thing too. It was a lot of self-discovery, really learning about myself and how I like to live my day and what I like to do and how you like to live your day and just how you and I live, how we function and how having a kid is gonna disrupt all of that. Everything would have changed and I don't think I would have been happy with that change and I don't want to be pregnant I don't want my body to go through pregnancy You know one thing yeah, that no. it's a pet peeve is no one ever asks the man if they want to be <laughs> How they want to go through pregnancy and if, if someone out there was wondering I too wouldn't want to put my body through that or Michael, my mind. How would you feel growing a watermelon inside of your body that kicks you and squishes your bladder and rearranges your organs and breaks your pelvis? I, no, no. First of all, let me... Take your time. Let me answer your question, boy or girl. Doesn't matter. It does. It doesn't. This is my hypothetical. You, ins- okay, okay. You can't judge me okay. and me having a kid. Okay, fine. It's... It's a little me, a little girl. A little girl. Yeah. And they're kicking? Yeah. See, there lies the first lesson as a good parent. Of course, I'd be a good parent regardless of this whole conversation. Yeah, same. I would tell the girl, <laughs> you kick and you make sure that you only consent to things you want. So I'd be teaching the basics of using physicality <laughs> to help her get what her she wants. You're martial arts inside of your body. Yes. yes. Doing that, number, I would put some soccer on and be like, okay, I'm going to play some messy for you. You. You're gonna learn how to kick. You gotta make sure you kick with your dominant foot. You wanna bend it so like the ball goes in and you can't see it. So I'm describing it to you. So, anyways, I just realized we're gonna give a whole bunch of examples of why we wouldn't make good parents. I don't know what you're talking about. I think this is a perfect example of spending time and educating your child. Anyways, watermelon hippie. I have very strong hips i'll be fine i'll be fine oh my god men also have more narrow hips babe what about when it comes out i guess you have oh, to get c-section, C-section. yeah C-section. Like, no doubt C-section. no doubt yeah yeah it's true i did amuse myself though with the vision for about like three seconds <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah just no 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 would you want me months? in the delivery room if you were giving birth the freaking rights i'd want you in there I will make sure that when we ask for drugs, I will test the drugs first Aww. and make sure they're legit, <laughs> ready for like your can... consumption. Um, yeah, and and you know the whole process. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be looking at the process, but I would be. Uh, I'd be what I do best. I I would manage the situation. I'd be like, okay, guys, let's huddle. Let's have a let's have a little scrum. Okay, doctor, nurse, come together. Okay. Now tell me exactly what you're going to do. Okay, good, good. You're going to do that? You're going to do that? Okay, Ty, are you you with us? Are you with us? Stop out of Ty. Pay attention. Oh my God. I think I would kill you. I'd be like, give me the pain meds and then start doing you. Well, then we'll finish the huddle with a break and be like, on three, call for like baby Ty. One, two, three, baby Ty. And then when you get start getting angry, and then I'm like, guys, guys, huddle, huddle, huddle. Baby Lee is ours. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
I'm Fair so, enough. I'm so bothered by this hypothetical name. If this is going bad and you're like really screaming things are going bad, I'm like, hold on, guys, hold on, hold on. <gasps> How do we de-escalate the situation? And then you have, you know, parents that have multiple children. Oh my God. They wow. got hooked on the drip. Plunk. The drip of children. <laughs> the drip of children. <laughs> the drug of They're choice. to children. Creating life. <laughs> that was their drug of choice. That's what they get They're on, on a power trip. Yeah. They're in God mode. They're like, I can make humans. Like yeah. they don't look at it as like I'm having a baby. They're like, I'm producing humans. <laughs> I'm gonna go through a list of hypothetical questions, and I'm gonna ask you about how you feel in a scenario where you have a child. Are you ready? Lay it on me. At what age would you let the child have a phone? Well, I mean, it would be a very limited phone, but I would, I guess, want them to have it for emergency purposes. So once I'm letting them leave the house on their own without me, then yeah. So I don't know, maybe like 10 or 12. Keep in mind, I don't have kids. I like your reasoning, first of all. I'm going to give you a 7 out of 10 for your answer. Thank you. Yes, I'm going to rate you. And and for for this point forward, I'm going to refer to the child as August, your daughter. (laughs) So if August were human mm-hmm. okay if august were human she wouldn't be the brightest bulb in the box and she would expect everything for free and nothing in return she would be a, a hard take child no give <laughs> no scrubs i was saying that if we had an automatic feeder for the baby it would be like um i don't know how it would work oh what about like a hamster cage where you just put the bottle upside down and it's just there connected to something and the baby can move over to it and just <laughs> You know, like a hamster does. Yeah, that works. Oh, the baby has to be able to move. Oh, I got that figured out. Like a camel pack. We just get like a camel pack or like a beer hat. And it just, it's there and it's loaded. And the little straw is to their mouth. So whenever they want it, they just... You know? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, these are really smart innovations. Wow. I bet that makes a lot of parents out there feel like idiots. (laughs) (laughs) It's stupid. God. I thought about that. I don't even have kids. Okay, so if you and I did have babies, though, we would buy one of these products, who is our next sponsor, Lee's Palace Easy Baby Products. <laughs> Let's cut to what the commercial says. Hey there, football fans. Are you tired of having to juggle your baby and your beer during the Super Bowl? Do you wish there was an easier way for your baby to enjoy the game with you? Well, now there is. Introducing the Milk Dispensing Helmet from Lee's Palace Easy Baby Products. With the Milk Dispensing Helmet, your baby can drink milk hands-free, just like you with your beer helmet. That's right. Just strap the helmet onto your little one's head and let them join in on the Super Bowl fun. And with our patented Milk Flow technology, your baby will get just the right amount of milk every time. Plus, the helmet has extra benefits like strengthening your baby's neck muscles and protecting their head from any unexpected Super Bowl tackles. But that's not all. The milk dispensing helmet has a built-in cheering mode that will make your baby the ultimate Super Bowl fan. When your team scores, the helmet will play a special tune that will get your baby pumped up and cheering along the way with you. And if your team is losing, the helmet will play a different tune that will help your baby stay positive and cheer them on. So this Super Bowl, let your baby be part of the action with the milk dispensing helmet from Lee's Palace Easy Baby Products. And don't forget, the milk flow technology ensures that your baby will stay fed and happy throughout the entire game. Lee's Palace Easy Baby Products. Because everyone deserves to be a Super Bowl fan. 
even the little ones. Get your milk dispensing helmet today and let your baby join in on the Super Bowl fun. Lee's Palace Easy Baby Products, because who says babies can't enjoy the big game too? Man, these guys at Lee's Palace Enterprises are really great at products. Yeah, they're really pumping out and they're kind of just covering everything. You know, I kind of think that they're listening to our podcast, coming up with these ideas. So like, we should be getting royalties from these things. I would love to be somehow getting royalties off of anything that we're doing. But just to let our audience know that we take no royalties from it. We're not even making a dime. Yes, if you want to try Lee's Pal's Easy Baby product, come on by. Test one for yourself. If you like it, then we can help you out there too. Yeah, we got some ins. (laughs) Anywho. Yeah, that's a great ad. I'm definitely going to be buying one of those Lee's Palace Easy Baby product helmets. That's that's amazing. (laughs) I don't even have a baby, but I'm definitely buying one. (laughs) For yourself. Yeah, 100%. I don't even like milk. I guess it's just a beer hat, but I want the Lee's Palace brand. (laughs) we get to <laughs> only one for august they come in all sizes folks good luck with that <laughs> you know talking about kids and all in our perspective of it is very different from a lot of people that have kids and having a good time so what i will say on the opposite end of the spectrum i've seen a lot of great mom and dads come from people that have grown up by having kids and kind of being stellar parents so i've seen a lot of like those and no it makes me feel good about that because i think some people are just attuned to being able to raise kids yeah and some people actually do have the whole wow what a like a great time for them to have kids it worked out great they were responsible they were financially ready emotionally as ready as they could be they were strong enough in their relationship that it it all worked out well look at them go and i mean this is all on the surface as well right like we don't know in depth what's going on but on the outside like it looks like they're doing great so that's awesome i'm happy also when i see that with our friends and family if you had a kid would you think you would be a good dad? I'd hope I'd be a good dad. I think that's better than than assuming I would be. I try to do the best I could. Yeah, that's that's all it is. I would try to be a good mom. I would want to be a good mom, but I know that I would also have a lot of regrets. I would. Like I would if I if if there comes a point in my life where I'm like, "Hey, I want to have kids." that I don't think I would have regrets. But if I didn't, and then I don't know, I was somehow pregnant and decided to go with it, I think I would have regrets. Like this is something I would, if I had kids, I would really want to make sure I'm planning this. Yeah, I think regret can go both ways though. Like regret not having kids? Yeah, it's all hindsight, right? So- I mean, fair. You don't know until you go down your path, but it's also your the way you interpret a situation that's come up and how you deal with it, so. Well, I'm also, you wanna know what my goal is? Is to be the rich, bougie, wild, crazy auntie. And I'm enjoying that. I'm really enjoying being the aunt that's fun, the aunt that has a good time, the aunt that gets to play with the kids and like getting them all these crazy, wild, fun presents and have adventures and all that. And yeah, that's it. I'm having a lot of fun doing that. Um, I mean, also like, you know, responsible and caring and all those really important things that matter. I don't know if you're really a responsible aunt. How dare you? I think you, you act I would like never a child. let the kids a lot of time i would never let the kids get no but you act like a child with the child yeah so whether that's responsibility or just like (laughs) um you know being that auntie that is like a kid kind of thing (laughs) is very much your mo because you'll get wrapped into it and you'll do stupid shit just like the kid would 
Quick story. So I was with my nephew and we were playing with this little motorcycle Lego thingy-mer-bob. And he thought it was really funny if I would throw it up in the air and catch it in my hands. He thought it was hilarious. So of course I have to keep doing it because he finds it funny. But then he finds it funnier the higher I throw it up. So of course to impress my nephew because that's exactly who I should be impressing. I throw it up so high. It's the ceiling fan. It shatters into many, many pieces. And we both looked up and then we both look at each other and he goes, oh no. I was like, oh no, because he's going, oh no, you broke it. But I'm going, oh, now I have to tell my sister because <laughs> there's also a camera in the room. So I'm like, damn it. <sighs> so I'm like, okay, I have to tell your mom. And he was like, no. <laughs> Dude, I have to. Because then I realized I also have to lead by example. And I did something bad. And I had to go tell his mom. I'm Ugh. glad you learned a important five-year-old lesson. Fuck. <laughs> so, well, I went and I told my sister. She was pissed. She was like, you're an idiot. She's like, why would you do that? You're th at the time. She was like, you're 34 years old. What, the what is wrong with you? And I was like, I was having a fun time. She's like, no, that's not fun. In my head, I was like, yeah, it was. <laughs> regardless so i was like i'm so sorry and she's like you're you're an idiot and it was really funny having my younger sister be, tell me as an adult be like don't do that again so i went upstairs and my nephew was like did, did you get in trouble i was like i did buddy and he's like why did you do it i'm like because i had to i had to tell her he's like oh and then he looks at me he's like do you want to do it again <laughs> i was like no i don't want to do it again he's like what if you just don't do it as high <laughs> i loved him i'm pretty sure i picked him up and hugged him because i was like i love you so much you know the way your little mind works but no <laughs> that's just one of many stories so you want to what yeah i think i show moments of being responsible i lead by example i show him that as humans we make mistakes but sometimes we have to own up to it my sister in the meantime is getting more gray hair than she thought she would <laughs> What about you too? Well, thank you for asking. It seemed really <laughs> one-sided. Like it's all about women and uh, women's babies. What happened again. to men? The man is part of the equation. Michael. Why okay. do men always get the short change of this conversation? Yes, women have to birth the child, but the day that men can birth the child, we will have equal say. Michael, if you could carry our baby, would you? Physically in my hands, sure. No, in your body. You're oh. the one that's pregnant. Okay, so. If you well, yes, that's the answer. I would. I would do that for us. No, if and the you baby. could physically have the baby in your body develop and grow and then get cut open to deliver it, would you? Instead of me. Instead of you, mm -hmm. do that. Yep. Would you? Um, for the baby. Yeah. I think I'd probably be better out of the two of us to do it. Oh my God, 100%. Yeah. I would moan, groan, bitch, and complain the entire pregnancy. I would be miserable. That would make you miserable. To be honest with you, us as a unit and saying who's better to do it, carry the baby, to nurse the baby, stronger for the baby. Yeah, I think I would oh do it. Oh my God. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I would actually rather take care of you. Like if you were pregnant, I would enjoy taking care of you. I would enjoy being the dad. I would take care of you. I would make sure you're okay. If you were like, babe, it's three in the morning. I need you to go get me like ice cream and pickles. I'd be like, anything you want, my babe. Anything. Because you're carrying it and not me. <laughs> I would be so happy. I would rub your back all night. Rub your feet. Oh my God. If you were pregnant, that'd be awesome. Because I wouldn't be. <laughs> I would take care Listen, of you. I think, but Yeah. So anyways, between the two of us, <laughs> yeah, I think I would do it. Thank 
you. Thank you for carrying our hypothetical baby. You're welcome. In my arms and in yeah. the body. I guess this goes with the whole stay-at-home dad. Also, I do have to admit, seeing a man hold a baby, oh, that is so fucking sexy. <laughs> what it is again like i don't even want to have kids but something about seeing like a guy especially one that you're attracted to and he's holding a tiny little baby oh it's so hot it was in my tinder profile when i was holding (gasps) it's true because we met on tinder which is a story we'll tell you guys another day but we met on tinder and one of his photos he was holding our niece and i messaged him and was just like is that yours and he was like nope you're child aware yeah (laughs) You're aware about children and the positives, the negatives that children children could have in your lives and what it could do to you. So you being child aware could be the the best way forward for you to not feel you have regrets. Yeah, 100%. You know, I get all of my child happiness being an auntie, whether it's a blood auntie or a friend auntie, but that is enough to sustain me right now is... Just, you know, getting to see all my nieces and nephews and stuff. That is enough for me to be like, okay, cool. I'm having a lot of fun kid time. And then, God knows and I then don't I have get really tired. Yeah, I was supposed to say, and then I get really tired. And then I'm like, okay, I got to go home and recuperate. Oh my gosh. Hanging out with my nieces and nephews is like the new version of partying. Like, you know, like having like a, like a weekend bender. Mm. So like people, you know, back in the day when we were younger, you go like two days straight and then you'd go home and be like okay i need like three days to recover i could go see my nieces and nephews for like a day or two and then i need three days to recover and my recovery is catching up on sleep <laughs> yeah i just worry that sometimes we're very biased about our position in kids and we're, we're putting down all the parents out there that are having a great time or struggling to have kids you want to what that's fair i do want to say that all my friends and stuff that do have kids i like, I think it's amazing. You're doing a service. <laughs> because I can't. I can't. I don't want to. So the fact that you did have kids, you are, you know, taking your time to have kids. Thank you. Thank you for doing something I just don't want to do. I think it's awesome what they're doing. I mean, and it's not easy. Like, I think that's something I'm also trying to say is to everyone who's listening who has kids, you're not taking on something that's just an easy thing to do. It's a very difficult thing to do to be raising a human being so that they can make it in this world without you and so that they can do the best that they can and you're the whole time hoping that you don't screw them up somehow one way or another that's wow that's a lot props to you and a lot of people are doing a really great job i think a lot of parents are really hard on themselves i think a lot of parents think that they're doing terrible and that they're they going to bed at night and they're going what the heck am i doing what what am i screwing up my kid like is this going wrong and it's like no you're going through what everyone's going through you're making the same mistakes but you're doing a great job and just keep trying to do the best that you can Yes, we ranted about being child-free and a whole bunch of child things. And maybe it wasn't as funny as our podcasts usually are, but I thought it was a good topic for us to talk about. Maybe some people can relate with us. Maybe some people think we're way off in left field. Maybe people completely disagree with us, but that is the joys of being human. You get to have your own opinion. I get to have my own opinion. Michael gets to have his own opinion and we're all wrong. All right. Tune in next time. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye. Bye.